Welcome to Careers and Mental Health Conversations. This is the podcast where we discuss career counselling, career guidance, mental health awareness and mental health training in the workplace. With your hosts, Patrick, Sally, Tina and Amy. Welcome to Careers and Mental Health Conversations podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm joined today by our Mental Health Director, Tina Winchester. Welcome, Tina. Hey, Pat. Thanks very much. And today we're discussing something that's caught our eye quite a fair distance away from your homeland in the UK. Uh, what we're going to be talking about is the Where's Your Head At uh, campaign, which is in a nutshell, and I'll, I'll get you to run through this in a bit more detail, Tina. It really is a, a change, a request for change to, um, I guess, uh, physical first aid and mental health, health first aid in the workplace in the UK. And a, it's a big petition to change the laws to make sure that mental health is given a lot of recognition in workplaces and, and in fact that millions more employees would then have access to mental health first aiders. So it's, it's a really big campaign. They've got celebrities, they've got politicians, they've got big business people driving it. And, um, you know, there's a lot happening in the UK as we speak with Brexit, but this is really big news over there. So I'm looking forward to finding out a bit more about it. Yeah, it's awesome. I've been watching this kind of avidly from afar for a while. So mental health first aid originated in Australia in the year 2000. It's an Australian born concept. It's um, globally recognized, really, really successful. Um, and as anyone that listens to our podcast will know that we are champions for mental health first aid here in Australia at CDC. Mental Health First Aid first came to England in 2007 and it was launched under the Department of Health as a national approach to improving public mental health and it's been a huge success in the UK. So Mental Health First Aid England, Mental Health First Aid Scotland, um, massive, massive success in all parts of the UK. And for the past six months, Mental Health First Aid England have led a campaign calling for first aid regulations to be amended to ensure that provision is made for both mental health as well as physical health in the workplace. And so they've been working tirelessly for the last six months to, to push this um, agenda forward. And so recently an open letter to the UK's Prime Minister, Theresa May, uh, was signed by more than 50 leaders of some of Britain's biggest employers. And these are really big businesses in the UK, which includes, for example, PricewaterhouseCoopers, which a lot of people in Australia will know about. There's the Royal Mail, WH Smith, Mace, Ford, Thames Water, all calling for the government to prioritise its manifesto pledge to amend health and safety regulations to put mental health and physical health on an equal footing. And this actually came about, the open letter came about following a petition which was signed by over 200,000 members of the public, um, which launched the Where's Your Head At campaign. Um, and this campaign has got cross-party backing and it's really got some momentum now in the UK. Um, so it's, it's massively exciting. It, it, understanding the importance of putting um, mental health and physical health together on an equal footing when it comes to first aid, when it comes to occupational health and safety. It's just phenomenal, the work that they're doing over there. Now, you mentioned that, well, over 200,000 signatures, that's amazing. Some major, major backing in terms of people supporting it and driving it. 
Mental health first aid has been in our country for 18 years or more, and it originated in Australia, which is fantastic. Now, it's gone global. I think it's over 22 countries. Yeah, yeah, 20, 22, 23 countries in the world now yeah, delivering it. and growing, yeah. which is fantastic. But, you know, the UK have only had it for about 11 years, and, and they're taking a, a huge drive towards this. Why do you think that country in particular is being so prominent with this, this charge forward to have more mental health first aid in the workplace and, and see it being considered on a, a larger scale? I, do you know what? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know why the UK tends to be um, so forward think, thinking mm. when it comes to, um, to mental health. And, and it isn't the case with all aspects of mental health. I mean, Australia is, is definitely further forward with some aspects. So, for example, um, Outreach services for rural areas, those kinds of things. I mean, there's no, hands down, Australia is um, at the forefront. I don't know. I, I think, I don't know, to be honest, Pat. I mean, maybe it's just a relentless, dogged determination to, to put um, mental health at the forefront of people's minds. And I know that when I speak to family members in the UK, particularly over the last few weeks, um, I'm being told that mental health is in the news consistently. So it, it seems to be getting momentum. So I, to be honest with you, Pat, I can't answer that question. I don't know why. I just know that the UK is particularly good at this kind of thing. But that's not to say that Australia isn't taking mental health very, very seriously. And there's a recent government initiative, the um, Productivity Commission inquiry is looking into mental health. Um, at the moment, the Australian government is having a look at extending the broad aims of the inquiry into including occupational health and safety and well-being, which is massively, massively important. Um, and it's examining the effectiveness of current programs and initiatives across all jurisdictions to improve mental health and suicide prevention, which is great. And part of the scope of the Australian um, government's Productivity Commission is to look at uh, drawing on domestic and international policies and experience. So I'm hoping that mental health first aid is one of those initiatives that they look at, not just domestically, so here in Australia, but also um, internationally, particularly over in the UK because of the Where's Your Head At campaign. Uh, it's, it's a fantastic thing that they're doing and I'm, I'm just really impressed that it's not driven more by individuals but it's big business because yeah. one of those businesses you mentioned, Price Waterhouse Coopers, I mean, they run some fantastic in-depth analysis into mental health and its impact in workplaces. One of their best-known statistics, if, if a company spends a dollar on mental, effective mental health training for staff, they can expect a return of, of $2.30. We saw Black Dog Institute only uh, at the end of 2017 team up with New, New South Wales and they provided an uh, analysis that uh, in Australia, if you spend a dollar for effective training, you can get up to $9.98, I think it was, back in return, which is amazing. It is. The more staff you have, the more employees you have, the bigger your return on investment bigger return. for so your dollar. Yeah. I feel personally that it's becoming more... Pr prevalently discussed in uh, workplaces because more prominent people now talk about it. So it used to be one of those things where, uh, you know, it was really a taboo, obviously. Yeah. And we've come a long way in a short period. But, you know, now you've got people, let's take um, James Packer, for example, here in Australia. You know, he recently stepped down uh, from one of his senior roles on a board due to mental health. Now, um, you know, he doesn't have to discuss all the details about that. We don't need to know all the facts. But the fact that, that that's now being acknowledged and talked about and, and, and we're looking at that as a way forward, I think it's great. And I think that the UK is probably, you know, once they get behind something, they really want to make change. And where, where are they at with the petition? Do we know, you know, 
Do we know sort of has there been any response from a, a government level? There are prominent MPs in the UK that are backing this. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head um, the names of the MPs, or even, I, I know it's cross-party, so it doesn't really matter what political party they're um, affiliated with. But they, there are some very prominent MPs that are backing this. As far as the um, the the open letter and the response, I haven't heard anything yet that there is um, there has been an official response to it. Um, but I am watching it really, really closely to because I'm really interested in this. I want us to do something yeah. here. I really do want us to do something here. I want to be able to kind of connect with you know local members, federal members, big businesses, small businesses to say that yeah, we you know we want to um, push a similar kind of initiative here to include mental health first aid alongside physical first aid as mandatory training in every workplace. Um, I read a really great little um, statement. I think it was on Mental Health First Aid England, um, and that is that four in four of us have mental health. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So all of us. It is, you know, and and it's just, you know, let's just do something about it. And the the government has promised... um, Funding for mental health, um, significant increases in funding for mental health. I, I really would want to see some of this money go into training mental health first aiders in the workplace so that we actually intervene early when people become unwell so that they don't have to pump thousands and thousands of dollars into service provision because we can catch people early and support them before they get really unwell. And let's just think about some of the benefits. I mean, you're out there on the front line, you're, you're training in businesses, you're training here in our, our Queensland head office. But we know that um, you know people with a mental illness on average uh, tend to have an extra three to four extra days off per month. So yeah, untreat- yeah, untreated, yep. untreated depression, an additional three to four days off off of work a month. I mean, that's huge. I mean, imagine if we could just have more mental health first aid in a workplace, just looking after that, you know, having an option for people to go and, and chat with and, and discuss openly. I mean, there's just so many more benefits. I mean, I think in Australia, we spend over $10 billion a year on work-related stress claims and, yeah. in regards to, to mental illness in the workplace. So, you know, we can bring that down. We can put that into more education, more training. Um, and I think one of the other things we talk about here is we, we often say to businesses that, that you're out there training with and we're consulting with that when they ask us, oh, you know, how many do we need? How many should we train? Well, as at least as many as you've got physical first aiders because the odds are that you're probably going to need mental health first aid more than physical first true, aid. It's and, true. And that's not dissing physical first no. aid. It's so important. But you're just going to need mental health first aid more. Yeah. So there why is data to back that up. Mm. There is data to back that. There, there's a, a heap of um, of data that's been pulled together over well, for the last 18 years from Mental Health First Aid Australia and data from Mental Health First Aid England that's available on websites that, that back this this is constantly being evaluated to to demonstrate the importance of having mental health first aiders and you are more likely to use your mental health first aid skills in the workplace and physical first aid skills but I just want to kind of add something to that I think sometimes there's a bit of a misconception about the role of a mental health first aider for those that haven't done the course and those that are thinking about it and, and I have certainly been asked by um representatives from some workplaces around you know we don't have the time to counsel people we don't have the time you know to do all of these things and the truth of the matter is mental health first aid in the workplace is not about creating a therapeutic space Mm. it isn't no there's a start and an end point to the role of a mental health first aid it's a very clear start and end point and it's about 
um, having the right kind of conversations, knowing what to look for, knowing what kind of language to use, knowing how to be compassionate and caring and those those you know, empathy skills that we should have when we're caring for people, but knowing when to pass the baton over and who to pass the baton over to. It is not about creating a therapeutic space in a workplace. No, it isn't. it's not about having breakout rooms with candles and beanbags. As I no. often hear you say to, yeah. to people who come into our head office and, and that you're training, but it's, it's no, at knowing identifying those those things yeah uh you know asking people if if they're all right and then you know going down the follow-up and respond you know way and just you know without the right training you know you can lose staff they have extra days off yeah they might leave their job and it might not be the, the actual job it was just the way they were feeling there's so many it can impact their personal relationships um you know you can lose really good employees who are yeah. intelligent and you know really switched on because you didn't know how to respond. Someone in that business yeah. wasn't able to pick up on it, left too long and, and so, you know, something yeah. happened. So I think here in Australia, we're really proud that we uh, started Mental Health First Aid and, and you talk glowingly about the course every time you train it. Now it's time for us to take the next step, you know. We, we want to see this in every workplace in Australia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And look, I'm not a political animal. You know, I do follow politics, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a political animal. But any sensible person would know that if there is, there is a federal election looming next year, we know, I think it's May, federal election. Yeah. Come on. If anyone is out there that understands the importance of mental health and how many people in our population understand the importance of mental health, you want a vote winner? Let's start a campaign like Where's Your Head At? Exactly. We should start a campaign, Where's Your Head At, Australia? Definitely. Let's do it. Let's do it before the federal election. Yep. Let's see which political party is truly committed to supporting people with mental health in Australia. Couldn't agree more. Yep. Um, now, we've all signed the petition online. You can just head to Where's Your Head At UK. It's on the Mental Health England website it's on the bauer media over there who are big ambassadors yeah for this, one of the fantastic. main ambassadors for yep, it their yeah. ceo is, is really heavily involved uh, some really prominent people and you might be thinking well why are you signing it um why not because if we can if england can make the first move and, and make the successful move that opens up the floodgates for all the other countries to use them as a model for to improve. Exactly right, and with the um, the product uh, productivity commission inquiry, that 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 that's why it's important that Australian people sign up to the Where's Your Head at campaign because that can be drawn on in terms of international policy and experience for Australia to say, look, it works. Yeah, exactly, and and we want to see mental health first aiders in every workplace and it doesn't matter if you're just a small family-run business or uh, a massive international-based company with thousands of employees uh we, we think it's super important absolutely be the pioneer be the pioneer improve your employee wellness save your bottom line too i mean there's a financial gain but and create a mentally well workplace which is something we are championing here at cdc absolutely right pat couldn't have said it better myself excellent well uh it, like we said if you want to search and sign that uh petition online just search where's your head at campaign uk uh it's really simple and you can submit that and we know there's a lot in 
happening in the UK. So we're looking forward to seeing the outcome in, in 2019, I believe. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll be I'll be watching avidly and um, I'll let everybody know when I hear anything. Exactly. And we'll be putting out a lot of updates about this. If you've got some suggestions about how we can, you know, campaign uh, local members, uh, state members, federal members, uh, any big business who want to get on board, we'll, we'll be we'll join hands with you side by side and, and we, uh, we really want to see this in, from 2019 and beyond. Absolutely right. So keep an eye on our Instagram, our Facebook, our website as we put out a few more details. And uh, Tina, thank you for uh, keeping us up to date on what's happening. No worries. Thanks, Pat. If you enjoyed this podcast and you would like us to appear in your feed, please hit the subscribe button and you're also welcome to leave us a review. For more information, visit careerdevelopmentcentre.com.au.